0: yeah we're live Kim <laughs> hi yeah.
1: glad to be here uh,
0: big uh, big guests it's been long awaited
1: yes i was resistant but <laughs> yeah it only forward took 36
0: to people before <laughs> get my mom on here so we're slowly chipping away at my dad too I think I think he'll come around too I do I do
1: give it a little time
0: I wanted to I wanted to warm this one up with just like okay so we're in we're in the master bedroom at, at my house right now and we, I wanted the I wanted to record it in the basement because it's like on a ping pong table and it's just like that's where I did Reed Reed's episode and it, it like worked out pretty well mm-hmm. and yeah I wake up this morning and Dad's just cleaning the cleaning the floors in the basement. Um, yeah, he likes just, to stay busy. He yeah, what, a, how, what did you what did you buy for him? Well, a
1: carpet it? cleaner. I mean, he were you planning to use it or were you? <laughs> no, I never tiny, was. You were uh, We always call Stanley Steamer. That's the way I like it. Yeah. And Dad's like, we could easily do that. No problem. Just yeah. get our own cleaner. So yeah, now he's using it and he loves it and yeah i don't what you, he did the the living the room, room the a bedroom, a few days ago the office
0: yeah he's he, he was telling me about it this morning i'm just trying to eat my raisin brand before the podcast and i don't even he's he, just he, like he, he embraces cleaning yeah man. you get this cleaning solution you get the hot water going <laughs> and he's like dumping it down the drain like so excited he's all like, oh, look at all stuff i know
1: it's like very happy so
0: satisfying i I know
1: know. i don't feel the same
0: one of my grad apps last night was telling me it was like this was the first one which i'm surprised but like because i feel like a typical thing to ask is like it was like i just like self-identify your strengths and weaknesses and i was just like oh my gosh that's always horrible and like one of the things i put was like Ever since I remember, like, I was always, like, a super organized person. I don't know if you knew this, but for fifth grade, they gave out awards, like, Mr. Comedian, Mr. Athletic, and, like, my fifth grade little, like, 25-kid class. And I was, I got, I got Mr. Organized.
1: (laughs) I didn't know that. No, I didn't. Why? I've always been organized. Because you're your pencil box? Well, yeah. I I think
0: you open up the desk, and it's just, like, everything. (laughs) I definitely got that from him. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. Definitely not me. yeah.
1: I got most dramatic when I was in grade school. Most what? Dramatic. Oh, really? So I'm not yeah. sure. I'm proud of that. Yeah, one either, I don't know but. if it's changed much <laughs> either. But. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, uh, yeah you definitely it, got it from him.
0: Yeah, for, well, for the people that don't know you as well, I think I don't know the people that know both of us. Both tell me they always tell me like, "Oh, you're like so much like your mom." Yeah, and I hear so, that too. Yeah. For new people that like are like tuning in and don't know my mom like it might just sound like me talking to myself for like an hour and a half because I feel like we're very similar we are I think socially wise
1: I think when you were real little I even said well social skills you know get you far you know brains is nice but yeah if you can communicate with other people or tell a good story or be a good listener I think those are all such good qualities for people um to, to do well in life, you know, in general, not just your career, but to be a better person. Oh, you know? I feel
0: like I feel like your brother is a prime example of that, too.
1: And yeah, he's itching to get on the old podcast now that I'm yeah, doing Uncle it. Ridge, think, yeah, Uncle Rich, shout out. <laughs> I think Grandpa broke the ice when you, you know, we were all surprised he did it. Yeah, so. I was,
0: too. I was, like, I felt kind of uncomfortable asking him because I thought he was just going to say no. And yeah. I don't know. He's open book, though, yeah. too. He was yeah. fond of it. We got him on for two and a half hours. Yeah. So. Still the longest-running episode. He hates that, <laughs> yeah, he, I feel like. He does. I but... loved it. I've oh, never yeah. got to have someone on them that for that long. Yeah. You can always tell around, like, hour and a half, two hours, that people, it seems like, have kind of, like, had enough. So yeah. So I just, I just kind of cut it. Wrap
1: right. it up at that point, yeah. yeah.
0: I started this for so many reasons. I a, the ba- One of the biggest reasons was just, tre- like... Kind of trying to chase the... I don't know if you've ever had this, like, when you're, like, around a fire with your friends and you just, like, talk about stuff, like, until, like, three in the morning. yeah. yeah. you don't even have to be drinking or anything, just, like, just, like, a total, like, just heart-to-heart. Everyone, you don't even have to be looking at each other, you're just kind of staring into the fire, just thinking about stuff, like...
1: Yeah, well, I think about having you three home together, like, now that you don't all live here anymore. Um, That was my favorite part so far, was, like, the... Right before we went to go see Dad Bowl and we were just all just sitting around telling stories. Yeah. And that's kinda how I grew up too. Like everyone would just tell a story and yeah, you kinda piggyback off that and
0: Yeah, for the people that don't know I got so I have my mom, my dad, and then younger twin sisters <laughs> who are Jenna and Trista. Jenna's a sophomore at UW Madison, I'm a senior and then Trista is working full time at Under Armour just here in Oshkosh, so it's it's mostly just you, Dad, and Trista home, and even Trista you said is kind of
1: she's not here a lot, yeah. Kind of sleeps here once in a while, but yeah. It's it's Thanksgiving
0: break right now, so me and Jenna this is the first time we've been home since August. Yeah, so it's it's good to just like you said, just kind of chat and tell stories around the table and stuff like that. Just Weird experiences we've had in Madison, maybe, or just funny, like funny stories. I, don't know. I yeah. feel like I have more, but I, like I couldn't think of some when we were bringing them up. But
1: yeah. Madison's
0: always just a wild
1: time. It's yeah, just, it sounds like you and Jenna are having such a great experience. Yeah,
0: there's always a lot of, a lot of interesting things that happen there. Let's just put it that way. Yeah.
1: I'm
0: trying to think. Um, yeah, sometimes it's tough to get that that like the connection or like that I was talking about around the fire with in terms of this, just cause I think the fact that it's recorded, I think even to ex- an extent subconsciously, I like am maybe not on the same state as like, I'd like to be if I was off recording. But mm-hmm. I think it's just kind of getting used to the, the whole microphone thing. And I, I think it's super cool. I started it for a variety of reasons. I can't think of them all right now, but whenever one of those reasons comes up, I always, you know, I think, I think it goes back to what I was telling you the other day too, when we were driving home from Festival Foods, like, that like, everyone has something, like something you can learn from. I think that's like a very.
1: Yeah, that's what I noticed too, when I listen to a lot of your podcasts, you know, I'm like, well, I know this person, I'm going to listen to that one. But then I find, even if I listen to one of the people that I don't really know, how you know Almer? or the connection yeah. you can listen and still gain quite a bit of knowledge
0: and i found that for views i've like looked at the views for each of these episodes and it it seems like for people that maybe someone in madison that i know but like a lot of my other friends don't know like the views will be way down just because which is fair enough i mean like they don't recognize the name so they just kind of move on mm-hmm. but yeah, it'll be, I think it'll be interesting. I, people will find this surprising. I was talking to Nick in, uh, at the Lanes, and he was, like, I was telling him, like, I don't listen to every one of my episodes. I probably listen to two or three through, like, through all, like, fully through all of them, and he's, like, really? Like, you don't listen to your own stuff, huh? and I'm just, like, I don't, I, I've already had the conversation, you know, I've been there, but I think in, like, a few years it'll be fun to, like, it'll Look be back. fun to go back on yeah see what my opinions were on things and how they've changed over the years even for other people i think that that's really cool you know to have their own little piece of time and they yeah so, i think
1: it is and they're whatever they decided to share
0: another big thing is i always like trying to kind of pull out during the episode something that the guest is really fired up about that's I don't know. I haven't talked to you about my radio show that much, Badger Variety Hour, that I do with Charles every week. But yeah. That was our original show design, I guess you could say. And this past summer, our our show description was we were going to bring on a guest a week and only for that hour talk about something that the guest was like super like passionate and fired up about for the whole mm-hmm. hour. And that was, that was pretty cool. I think people got intimidated because they're you know let's say you have a passion and one of my friends had a passion in cooking and she's like we're really gonna have like enough whole- to fill for a full hour in cooking and i just i just don't think people understand time when it comes to talking because i know i do this and people are like an hour and a half really but like
1: <laughs> it goes quick when oh people gosh, talk about does. what yeah. they really enjoy yeah
0: and i i i brought people on and there's been things i've been wanting to bring up but then we're talking about this one topic for so long that like you it doesn't mean, even feel that long. And then, like, we look at the time, and normally they'll have something else to do. And I'm like, yeah, I think it's time. And they're like, oh, really? Like, they're always like, they went by so fast. <laughs> like, yeah, I know, it does. It goes back quick. but
1: Yeah, I wondered if that would be our topic today. And then I thought about all the things. You know, I'm passionate about so many different things, like my family, my career, um, my love of travel. I've really been thinking about traveling. Like, it's just such a passion of mine to go see different places, and I've been very fortunate to be able to have gone many places, not only with you kids, but, you know, before I got married. And um, I didn't do a lot when I was young. Like, my dad and our family never really went a lot of places because my dad was always working, it seemed like. So I must have got it more from my brother, but... I'll never forget that first time, like you fly alone and you're like, oh, can I do this? You know, and then one of my favorite stories to tell is it was my first time in Europe and I was super nervous because um, I had to get my passport. You know, I had, I think I took a plane to New Orleans for school, but that had been my only flight by myself. And so I'm going to meet Rich in Germany because Rich was there for a summer um, Germany. Was that when he was working there? Engineer, yeah. yeah. And he's like, I'll be there, I'll be, like, meet me at this meeting spot, and there's an actual spot in Germany. And like,
0: any cell phone. Oh, right? yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. And then, I always uh, thought about that, like, when me and my friends meet up, it's always like, I, yeah, this, meet this me might here. be weird for you, but it, it's like, even when I'm going to pick them up, I'm like, I would say, like, I text them, like, leaving now, and then like, yeah, when I get there, like, I'm here. And then, yeah. then they come out when they get to the hear text, but for, but, like, back then, there was no here Yeah, it, it was just, like, be there at this time, and if you aren't, yeah, I guess you'd figure it out, or what? I mean, you would.
1: And, like, I graduated college in four years, so I think it was... I had my first job, and it was, like, that first summer. I, I couldn't have been more than 22, you know? But Rich was really young, like, 19, 20. Right. So I must have been a little older than that, but he was, like, a typical, like... I knew he'd party. I'm like, no, you're gonna be there, right? You know, like we had talked it over on the phone. Wait, so you he know? went there before he graduated yeah. college? Yeah, he went oh. as like a sophomore an junior. or junior. Yeah, yeah, it was oh, an internship. That's cool. Yeah. So he's like, I'll be there. You <laughs> so know, you're like the older sister. Yes, man, yes, just but to visit him. but he was more well traveled than I was. But yeah, we were gonna do the the loop of the Mediterranean. So the plan was like to fly into Germany where he was living, and then like, go from Barcelona to Genoa to Nice. Um, so it would be, like, the Italian coast. Um, now I'm getting it all mixed up. Like yeah, Spain, okay. Italian, I don't know, I don't know how it went. But anyway, we did this loop, but it was funny because Rich was really fun to travel with, but he was an hour late. Like, the, the point of the story is, like, I got there and he was nowhere to be found, and so I had, like, no way around. to yeah. get a hold of him. And then I somehow did, I, because um, people in Germany, a lot of them do speak English, so like they did, were able to let me find a phone to kind of ta- contact him, and he's like, oh shit, I overslept, oh I'm on my, my way, <laughs> and so anyway, long story short, I was pretty angry, but I got over it, and then we ended up having a fantastic trip, but um yeah that's what it really opened my eyes to travel and that was that was
0: the first time you flew alone I
1: flew over to Europe I had flown to New Orleans you know By within yourself. yeah but yeah. not to Europe so yeah we just we've always been good travelers together too like he's always a big planner and plans a lot of it and I just kind of have to attend um but that wasn't the last you know like the next trip we did something else you know like he was always just so fun to travel yeah and I could just kind of attend, and did you take a cruise uh, around the coast? Or no, was, uh, no, we just, just did, did the draw. eurorail, and i yeah, now that I'm thinking about train, it, that yeah. might have been the first trip, and then the next trip was Barcelona he was <clears throat> he was in that Germany thing for a few years, so I flew out the next time, too, you know, but i he would always be my traveler. He went back, yeah, to intern. turn in germany two summers i oh, believe he did that back to back yeah no
0: i always thought that was after he graduated college yeah that was like his first full time
1: yeah no it was his he did it in summers i yeah. think he may have eventually may have yeah i'm not sure all the details to tell you about that yeah. but i'll have to bring him yeah on. yeah he'll like that but sure. yeah but since then yeah i i took great-grandma to your um scotland england and Ireland and then me dad and Rich took a a lot of trips together too which was really nice it's hard to say which one was the most fun but yeah one time Rich and I went to Greece and Turkey that was a really fun the Santorini is such a beautiful place we initially were just going to go to Athens and do a couple islands and then a friend of mine Julie was like oh you gotta go to Santorini and so that was kind of a combination of cruises and flights it's so beautiful you know and back then just not as touristy you know yeah. and we stayed in a lot of people's homes or hostels you know it was always kind of cheap lodging that we had but it was interesting all those different places and seeing you know how other people live it just makes yeah. you really grateful for what we have and yeah
0: I think it adds a lot of perspective to your life too I know when I was applying for for <clears throat> for college a big thing was like name like an experience where you think like your perspective was kinda changed and I you know, I went on that study abroad my sophomore year of high school and that was like I went to Germany and that was that I mean that was really eye opening. Like Yeah. Even if it is like <clears throat> And you met like <clears throat>
1: lifetime friends there, didn't you? I mean you yeah. have friends. Kelsey and Brandon,
0: yeah, yeah for sure. They're Yeah, I, I hung out with Brandon all this past summer. He had an internship in Madison, so that was, that was pretty cool. Got to bring him on the podcast. I don't yeah. know if you saw that, but...
1: Well, yeah, yeah, you had him home, too. He was a nice person. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And then to be able to go to San Francisco with... Yeah. Yeah. And then San Antonio the
0: following year. Yeah, Yeah. Was, well, and
1: I think it's of really all the family cool. trips we've had, you know, I think our theme yeah. when you guys were growing up was national parks. Yeah. And that was so cool to every year go to someplace different, yeah. you know, and then do a little exploring too. And you kind of decide like, oh, I like that or I didn't, you know, like I, th- one that really stands out is Glacier. And it's like, I really like that. It wasn't touristy. It was really hard to find lodging. But yet it was like you were in the middle of nowhere. And I, that really spoke to me. Even yeah. when I look at the pictures now, I really am like, oh, my goodness. It was just so untapped. And, you know, images in my mind versus, like, our New York trip. I know that wasn't a national park. But it was like, I don't know if I could see myself, like, in the heat of New York. I mean, yeah. it was fun to visit. A lot of but. the thing,
0: a lot of those trips were interesting and kind of exciting for me because... We went to all these different national parks every year. We pick a different one because yeah, Dad's big time off was over the fourth, Mm -hmm. Fourth of July shutdown for his job, and then we just pack up the car and go wherever we were planning to go. You, I mean, you guys would plan this like six months in advance, so
1: easily. I remember
0: some years, you know, just slowly waiting, like when is this trip coming? Because we just like get so excited for these (laughs) trips, but. I don't know. When was the first one? It had to have been, like, third grade, maybe? Fourth grade for me? I mean, I was pretty young. I
1: think Yellowstone was one of our first ones. Yeah, and I do think you were pretty young. I know we did Hawaii, and you guys... That's not a national park, but you were quite young for that one. Yeah, it was either fourth or
0: fifth grade for I Hawaii. know.
1: For the national parks, it was a little bit... I think Yellowstone was probably one of the first ones. And that yeah. was the thing. I was
0: at that age where... Now I don't like remember a ton about it, but I just remember like being really excited to be there. And now, as I get to this age where I'm able to like travel again, and I'm like through most of my schooling and stuff, it's it's gonna be exciting to hopefully have someone to go with and go back to all these places. I you know, think whether so. It's a friend and we
1: or- we often did like a lot of things, you know, like we didn't just go to the park. Like I think a lot of times people yeah. just go to Yellowstone for the week or you know, I know when we did um Yosemite, I think it was Yosemite one day, we did the Golden Gate Bridge. You know, we did Alcatraz. I mean, that was just John most Mere, people don't
0: John in, in Yosemite, is it? It's outside. Yeah.
1: yeah. So it's like I think a lot of people um yeah, they go maybe for the week to Yosemite and do more hiking. You know, like yeah. now that you're older, that might be something more that you want to do. You know, we didn't do that as kids. The girls never really liked the hiking as much when they were younger, but yeah. I think now too they would enjoy that.
0: Oh yeah, I mean Yeah. So, it was our family and then your brother's family. Oh, for Alaska. Went to Alaska and Yeah. I I don't I think dad just doesn't really like those kind of more like quote-unquote diehard hikes yes but those were some of the most beautiful yeah those one that that one planned out i I forget what the name of it is now but i mean that one is so cool you had to walk up
1: to the glacier right yeah exit glacier maybe that was
0: the one and it was just all this this i mean it's like three or four miles but in these three or four miles i think you gain like 2,000 feet of elevation so it's basically just straight up straight up the whole time and it, it was I don't it was difficult but I don't know I work out I run cross-country I mean I didn't have like a huge problem with it and it's just cool to do some of these hikes now I that mean, are a little more challenging yeah well and yeah. usually the more challenging ones aren't more challenging for no reason you know like once you get to the top
1: you're gonna see something yeah pretty the, there's something
0: more rewarding usually you know yeah. I think it makes it even more sweet when you work your butt off to get there and then there's something at the end that's pretty cool. So, I, I still have yet to find a friend that I can just, like, go with. I mean, we've, we talked about even after we graduated high school going to Yellowstone with me and my friends. And, you know, you plan this thing out and then something, everyone's something. in until, like, you get, like, you kind of get an estimate for how much it's going to cost, which is, like, we're going across the country, like... It's gonna cost. When I say it's, like, $400, like... They're, like, surprised. It's, like, it's gonna cost some money, guys. Yeah, like, you gotta be prepared too. for that, and... Yeah, yeah people just kind of back out last minute, but... I think one thing that was really cool was... You... You... Yeah, we drove home with Aiden that one time. Aiden Godfrey. Yes. He just... I think it was this past summer, just spontaneously decided, like, the night of, that he was just gonna drive... He has like a little Toyota Camry, a little red Toyota Camry, I think. He just decided he was gonna just pick all his stuff up for Madison. He had like a few days off of work, and just like drive drive to the Rockies and oh. just hike up Pikes Peak. Oh, is like, that awesome? Because that was
1: another great trip, yeah, I and, thought. Yeah, Estes Park.
0: And... He is just like the most spontaneous guy you'll ever meet. He's like, whenever you want, like I'm down to just go somewhere. And I know, I, I think, I think those are sometimes the best trips, just because. You don't have to plan a full week if you don't want. I mean, it doesn't really have to be anything crazy, you know. Yeah, if you especially want if it's just spot.
1: you. I mean, for us, we had kids, and, like, we always yeah. took the 4th of July week, which was, like, the busiest always week. Always yeah. I'm sure, yeah. But, yeah, if I were you, that sounds like a fun trip, just pack and go.
0: And that's one thing I want to do, I think.
1: I still haven't really figured out what I want to do
0: this summer because most of the grad programs I'm applying to don't start till the fall. You know, so it's, like... I have my degree, but any of the places where I could, like, earn money at my level of my education, which is my, now my bachelor's, like, probably won't want to take me, knowing that I'm going to leave in, like, two months. Yeah. So it's, like, this weird limbo I'm kind of in, where I don't know what I want to do. But I'm thinking maybe just May and June, I just take a couple months and just...
1: Travel and just... Burn a little
0: cash, but just, like, I've, I've earned it, you know? Yeah. It's, like, I've worked my butt off past... 15 years for this education so and i
1: don't know if people do this as much anymore but when rich and i were in europe there was a ton of people like you that are you know either graduated high school or graduated college and we're just taking a few months backpacking across europe you know just checking things out yeah. and yeah i think for me one place i really want to get to still is italy like venice florence Um, I'm thinking of the Oh, Rome. I think those three would be like so much fun to kind of go between. And I think each seem very different from one another. And it's hard because Hawaii is such a great place too. And your dad's so comfortable there, which is nice. When we go there. Would well, you have a
0: hard time getting him to Europe? you think? Yeah. I don't um, think he'll ever go. Yeah. So I don't really try. because like, I to stay domestic. Yeah. <laughs> <or
1: whatever>. yeah. <laughs> and especially because I love it so much. Like, I wouldn't want to go with him, and then he doesn't like it yeah. nearly as much. I think it would really bring me down. Yeah. You know? Because it's such a great... I just have so many great memories. I still remember when your Uncle Rich was driving in Ireland on, like, the wrong side of the car. Like, it was so funny. He's you know like he just hops well, he, in and he like learned on an app right he tried he or something like that <laughs> yeah. i mean at the yeah. end of the day it's not
0: the same like no you're essentially just winging it. yes I mean,
1: and the, the roads in europe are just so narrow and then yeah you can't ever like just not they're going really fast yeah. they have the autobahn there so you drive so on the like,
0: right side of the car yes. and the left side of the road
1: right i think that's how it was that's it so was crazy. just crazy so when it, you
0: so when you take a right that's when you have to wait for oncoming traffic. Yeah, like, Whereas a left, yes. you can just go. Yeah. Right? You're riding, you're, that's crazy. you're driving.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah. so
0: everything's flipped. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I give him a lot of credit for that. That's, that's pretty scary. Did yeah. he go on the highway?
1: Yeah, he oh totally did. And gosh. then he's looking to my dad and I like, where do I go? And like, both grandpa and I are horrible at directions you guys are dumb and (laughs) (laughs) yes
0: and he'll it's probably so he's like I gotta
1: drive and I also have to know exactly where I'm going (laughs) yeah Yeah. you
0: guys are just along for the ride yeah
1: yeah and rich would just set everything up you know I think of all the beautiful places we really stayed at. and this one place, that, like, like him and Dad, have this really awesome bed, and like I'm like on a cot. I'm like really like, <laughs> <laughs> nice. but it was fun, really good times. So. Yeah.
0: That's one thing I realized with the Alaska trip because we didn't, we didn't really have things as set set in stone, yeah. and then we got there, and that was the first time on that vacation where it wasn't just me along for the ride because I'm all, I'm like I'm 21 now, you know, so I was like, you guys were coming to me like well you got ideas like we're here and like yeah. that was when I first realized how hard planning these different events are yeah like, some see, of that
1: is it's nice when you know somebody that can just yeah, kind of I mean, map you, you, it out yeah
0: if you knew someone that lived there it'd be so easy but
1: cause when the girls and I went to Paris yeah I had to plan that one entirely I mean, that, yeah, and I just found tough. I knew it was all about location you know when you're
0: well you gotta just do so much research it almost reminds do- me of like my research job, yeah. like, looking at all these different papers <laughs> to figure yeah. out, like, what's going on, like, yeah, so I just had no, I was, like, all these different websites, and yeah, I think fe- fe- it was probably even more difficult before the internet, yeah, you I probably wonder. just asked the locals, where do we, where do we go, like, yeah,
1: know. well, and when we would plan the national trips, you know, there's you we were driving so you'd have to kind of figure like where will we be after a full day of driving and then where will we be the next you know how much time are we going to spend there you know you have to kind of think that all through
0: what are your what are your thoughts on like camping in a tent because that was one thing
1: we never did I i know and your dad did a lot of that growing up so like um yeah i mean i found it really fun like recently rich and alona had a extra campsite and dad and i went it was in kettle Moraine. your dad had the tent up you know everything was i thought it was a really fun time yeah. but i definitely prefer like having <laughs> a warm shower you know and a bed yeah, to sleep yes. in yeah because especially if the LM, you know we only did it at night but what if you know it's raining and yeah, then all your gear is all wet and you have to pack it up and you're heading on to the next place but mm. Yeah, like you, I've never really camped too much. But yeah. you've done it. You when you were in West Virginia? Didn't you guys camp? No, we stayed no, in the hotel. Oh you know. did.
0: But, but me and Alex, <laughs> my roommate, for Labor Day, we like the day before school started. You went to Devil's we were Lake, like, right? Well we went to No, it wasn't Devil's Lake. It was another place that you guys it wasn't Kettle Moraine. I'm trying to think oh. of another guys you, you another place you guys took us. Hmm. What was the other place? I can't remember the name of it now, but it was it was pretty much just a campsite. And I thought there was going to be places to hike, but Devil's Lake was only like an hour
1: away, which is pretty yeah. nice. But oh, Castle Rock, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty area, so too. we, So, so we, we had
0: a condo when we took you kid. So, yeah, we get to this campsite, and we didn't call ahead of time. Labor Day weekend's usually pretty busy. Luckily, there was a campsite for us, like, and... We, brought, we bought, like, some firewood at a gas station. We had no newspaper. <laughs> and then we had... I had just a normal... I had just, like, a normal, like, flick lighter. Which is... I didn't even have, like, a long nose one. Which makes it so difficult to light. And we're, like... We're, like, trying to... we So we, brought, we bought some, like, beer. And we were trying to, like, use the, like, cardboard from the beer box as, like, newspaper. And, like... I didn't realize, that like, cardboard just, like, doesn't burn. It's not, like, newspaper, which just, like, sets on fire. So we're, like, trying to, like, pick up tinder in the woods, and, like, I'm, like, lightning, and I'm getting really mad, and it's just, like, not working. I'm, like, oh, my gosh. Like, we're just going to sit here in darkness. <laughs> like, it's just... Cause we, we pulled So out. you never did We decided it, the this firestorm. very last minute. We got there, like, 8 p.m., so it's already pitch black. And then we're, like, I guess we just, like, ask around to see if someone has newspaper. <laughs> and we, like, go up to this nearby like, the nearby, like... Campsite. Yeah, and we're, like, slowly approaching, like, not saying any words, and I think they were, like, low-key intimidated. They're, like, what are these guys doing? And then we're, like, hey, we're looking for some newspaper we can use. <laughs> he's, like, I don't have a newspaper. We got, like, a little bit of lighter fluid left, and, like, we just douse it in lighter fluid, and for, like, the course of 30 minutes, we're, like, battling to keep this thing alive, and eventually it, like, finally goes, oh, and we get, like, the big bad. logs lit, and... <clears throat> Um... My friend Gwen... I, like, borrowed, like, all of her gear... Because I didn't... I didn't um, have anything. We, we... We just, like, borrowed her little tent. which she claimed was a four-person... I have a picture I can show you... But I, like, fully sprawled out... And, like, I'm, like, touching the sides, like, easily. And if she's listening to this, she's gonna hate it. But, like... I, like... Me and Alex got in there... And we're, like... I mean, we're, like, shoulder to shoulder. Like, <laughs> this is just so tight in here. And it's, like... <laughs> Like, this is gonna be a long <laughs> night. So I like, Gwen had one like, there was this really cool like blow up thing that you could like put on your bag. And like, all Alex had was like, <laughs> he had one blanket. So and it was like, it got up And I had a I had Gwen's sleeping bag too. So I was like, the sleeping bag was like tagged for like negative 30 degrees and you'd like stay warm and so I was fine I was like I'm going to bed he's like alright I, I think I brought the, like, the white like peanuts blanket that I made with Adam yeah. in, in high school so he had that and that that's it and like a pillow so he was throughout the course of the night he was like trying to position this blanket perfectly because it got like probably 35 degrees that day it got like really cold for no reason and this is like yeah this is August so it didn't make any sense but he was trying to like cover his body while also like cushion his back and he just like woke up the next morning with like the worst (laughs) backache ever (laughs) and we're like so it's like 9 a.m we're like okay let's go you know like we we got all day before like the school doesn't start till the next day so we're like yeah let's like go to devil's lake we like pack everything up go to devil's lake like super beautiful for people that haven't been there like we just hiked up these rocks and then i showed him this little spot where you can like jump in the water and just super refreshing and we get back, we're, like, unloading his car, and we get everything up here. And I'm, like, you know, setting aside Gwen's stuff so I can, like, give it back to her. And then I'm, like, dude, like, wh- where, where's the tent? You left the and tent? he's, like, oh, it's probably just, like, under the car seat, in the car or whatever. And we, like, go back. He parked his car, like, half a mile away, so we had to, like, walk all the way over there. And then, like, the car was just empty. And we are just, like dude like how did we leave the town because like, <laughs> well, I remember was, like, before it. I left like we we like checked the whole campsite you know? yeah. like, and like he's like I was mad I was like I was like dude like you I was grandpa. like can you split this with me like if if we lose it he's like well it's not my fault like yeah, I mean this is your time this is your responsibility and I'm like dude like come on man like, so we like call the place and we're like, like can you go check the site and we're like they're like, yeah, we'll give you a call. And then they just never gave us a call. Oh, like, they so didn't. it was just gone. Like, oh, I, I don't know what happened. Dude. It's still one of the, like, mysteries of my life. Probably will ever, forever will be. Like, I have no idea how we didn't. <laughs> yeah, like, I remember putting it in, like, the little, the little baggie. And then maybe I just set it down on the ground. I mean, it was a very, like, distinct color. So, like, and it was, like, very sunny. So I don't know how we would have missed it, but
1: yeah oh that's funny
0: yeah and I just like usually I'm like super goofy around Gwen and like I uh, like we went on a run the day we got back Is like I like sat her down I was like listen like
1: we have a missing temper. yeah I was
0: like I got something bad it's, she's, like, she's like you seem like really nervous right now I'm like yeah I kind of I was like yeah we don't we lost you <laughs> like, so I like gave her money for uh-huh. it and stuff but it was just like it was just a rough experience, but I mean, the tenting like itself a... was fun, but the camping yeah. itself, but, yeah, that was, that's another thing I want to, like, get gear for, because we went to Alaska, and I'm, like, hiking in my, my, like, yeah. Reebok sneakers, and yeah. Like, getting yeah, you gotta so have the loved, right like. gear,
1: I, Teresa's always told me that, make sure you get the gear, you know, that goes for so much, like, hiking, for winter, you know, like, if you really want to enjoy winter, you gotta have all the stuff, kayaking, paddle boarding, yeah. like, all that.
0: Yeah, so I just want to. I just want to get like a two person tent. Get some waterproof <laughs> shoes at least. Maybe like a light little backpack. I can. Like, a rain
1: rain yeah. gear. Yeah.
0: And then I I think I'd be sad. I don't need no hiking sticks or whatever. You, know? <laughs> you might want to. Uh, well, remember that? Was, yeah. I was going up a last that that really like tough trail. Yeah, you wouldn't. And, have I, I was night. like, I was in jeans and everyone was like making fun of me and I was like. Well, I'm whatever. fine. Like, I'm alright. This is this is cool. Fine. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's one thing I want to do more of. Hopefully this summer I can get around to maybe buying a tan and just going somewhere for a couple nights. Yeah,
1: that makes it even easier, you know. Yeah, I don't. I them. don't need to
0: get a hotel. It's way cheaper too, you know. Yeah.
1: Like, to camp it. Yeah. So. That's what's nice about Europe. Those hostels were really cheap. You know, like I remember this one place. We stayed in Turkey, Rich and I, and yeah, I think it was like six bucks or something, but we got up there and... Six dollars? Yes, there was no screens on the place. Oh, Lord. And then Rich was like, maybe you should hold on to your luggage tonight, which we were just... We had like backpacks or duffel bags and then... Like sleep with them? Yeah, in case somebody came in. (laughs) Oh, it was funny. And then the shower was also above the toilet, so Rich... But they didn't provide toilet paper for the t- six bucks a night. There was no so toilet to paper. Yeah. Oh,
0: my god. And then
1: Rich is like, oh, you can shit and shower right at the same time. <laughs> Wait, so when you
0: were showering you were like above the toilet? I don't
1: understand. There was, it was really small bathroom, yeah. So there was a shower head like right above the toilet, which was really bizarre. Heck? In Turkey, this was. So. That's insane. I know. And Rich was like, I'll go run and get us some toilet paper. <laughs> he had to go to this little store down the road. Oh, my god. funny. It just makes you appreciate it because yeah. you don't think of things like that. You know? Well, I even think about when
0: I came home this weekend, like,
1: oh my, our, our house
0: is so old. I mean, you've seen it. You you went to the bathroom there. I mean, it's just the bathroom is the worst part of that
1: house. Oh, the, what, this house? Oh, your house. house oh, yeah, at, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, and it's just, I I hate the the. The bathrooms that have those little tiles, like one by one inch tiles, that cover the whole. Because gets- you know those cracks are just filled with gross bacteria. Yeah, like it's yeah. Just so nasty, and it's impossible to clean that. You know, sure. and it's just also no ventilation, similar to the bathroom at home here. Like, you know, we get mold within weeks, and we just call maintenance. We're like, we're not cleaning that. Like yeah. that's that's not our fault. You know, like, and then yeah, I get home this weekend and. <laughs> Hotel like the carpets quality. are hanging up on the shower. I'm like, what is this? Like this is <laughs> there is absolutely nothing in the shower. Like I was like, this sounds like something my dad has <laughs> been cleaning the past few days. Here, I mean,
1: yeah. Though
0: even the even the toilet bowl, you got that
1: like weird blue stuff. Yeah, I don't he's know. obsessed with those. Those are like something you drop in there, and then yeah, it makes. It's not clean. like
0: toilet bowl cleaner. It, it's well, it is, but. It it's works ongoing. for like ten flushes or yeah. something. I'm like, what the heck? I know. It's, it's just like constant blue water, which I'm fine with. I mean Yeah. Yeah, that was that was pretty nice to walk home to that, I'm not gonna lie. It was even I don't know, it's just yeah. It's a, yeah.
1: Something so about the house
0: is not it's not even my roommates, it's just so old that it's Yeah,
1: like, it's hard to keep that clean.
0: It makes you appreciate it. like for next year when I get a place, like I'm making sure that there's a hundred percent a dishwasher. Yeah. And oh, I forget there was another thing that I was like really big on too. I was telling Trista all these things like make sure you have a dishwasher because you don't want to be you don't want to be doing that. But yeah, definitely add some perspective for sure. Yeah, I wanted to. I wanted to get into. A little a little occupational therapy. I wanted to hear that story.
1: Yeah. How do you
0: get? How do you got into that? And yeah. So you you I kind of wanted to go back to your like origin story because you're you're from Milwaukee, right? Yeah,
1: Milwaukee and um, <clears throat> I was pretty sick as a kid. Like I had high blood pressure, and they were able to pinpoint that it was from my kidney. And so back when I was in sixth fifth grade, they d- they They were going to balloon an artery in my kidney, but when they got in there to balloon it, because they thought it was like, um, clogged or closed, they realized the kidney just wasn't functioning, right? They couldn't save it. So they pulled it out. And so back then, I mean, that would have been, oh my good night, um, probably 82, 81. Um, you know, I stayed there in the hospital probably a month after they did that. I mean, nowadays they probably do it a lot easier. But being in the hospital that long, I was like, you know, as I grew up, I'd, I'd like to help people. Like, there was a lot of people that had a... Is that, that what made you
0: realize it? Yeah, oh, because... Yeah,
1: I really um, enjoyed <clears> the nurses. I enjoyed, like, when the rec therapist came in. And um, then my mom died when I was quite young. Like, I was 15 or 16. And then... I thought, um, yeah. My dad's like, You're going to college you know, it was like no uh, no <laughs> like no nonsense. Like yeah. you're gonna be going to college, so what are you gonna do? And so in senior year in high school we could explore health careers, so every day of that class we would do follow somebody, like either a nurse, a lab technician, uh physical therapist a speech therapist but the occupational therapist what I liked is it dealt with mental health and physical disabilities and okay. I've always been intrigued by mental health and so because I know in
0: college you were thinking psychology for a little well bit, I right? like psychology yeah.
1: and but OT has a lot of psychology requirements so those Classes came real easy to me, and I thought, well, what would I do if I had a psychology degree? You know, I could be a psychologist, but yeah, did
0: you ever think about being? I did, I
1: did, but I thought that might be draining after a while, and like some of these people, I don't know, they can't, they need medications and they need therapy, so it was like, I don't know how to find the balance, and I just didn't know if it would be as rewarding as you know, occupational therapy. We work with a lot of people that get better, which is. Rewarding, You know, they come just for a short time for therapy, and then they can go home. So, yeah, that's... um, UW-Milwaukee had one of the best programs, and I knew I could stay at home and save some money. I didn't have... um, My dad didn't, like... I I knew I'd have to pay for my own schooling, so his offer was I could stay there, which was nice, you know, and then I could work. So I lived at home for a couple years, and then I finally saved up enough to move out with friends and I was waitressing and making really good money at that time. So I moved out when I was a junior and yeah, that I have similar experiences. Like those were some of the best times of my life, you know, when I moved out and yeah, those houses, that house I stayed in was a real, it was kind of a shithole yeah. too, but you know, of course we had no dishwasher, but it was an ideal location, Milwaukee, close to Brady street and close to a lot of fun things. And Made good friends. And, yeah, I always thought that was, like, the best thing I ever did for... You know, like, OT was the best decision, I guess I would say. You know, like, I always knew that I was meant to kind of be an OT. And it always came easy, you know, no matter what I did. And I always really enjoyed going to work for the most part. I mean, everyone has those days where maybe you don't want to. But, yeah, fortunate enough to have a few businesses, which... You know, I think of that first one Mona and I had when, um, that little nursing home in Marcusan and we yeah. met up with that one guy, Brad Lesher, and he was like...
0: Yeah, do you want to tell that story? Because I think that story is hilarious. <laughs> well, it is
1: kind of funny. So, I, we were working in this nursing home in Princeton, this, I think...
0: you didn't, you didn't have it. you were working for someone else, Yeah, right? yeah,
1: so... Mona, Teresa, and I worked together in this little nursing home. And we we were, like, close friends with,
0: right yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Man. So we were at Crystal River together, and then I left because they were changing hands at that nursing home, and I seen a job that wasn't too much difference in Princeton, and they were going to call me, like, the rehab director. They Ooh, gave me this big like name, and it was mm-hmm. a little more money. And so I left Mona and Teresa at that time, and I went to this place in Princeton. No, in Markazan it was. Okay, and then how far No, Princeton. You? I went to Princeton. How many years out of college are you at this point? <sighs> I would say about four. Okay. So I worked a couple of years at the hospital here in town, and then I worked a year at that nursing home in Wapaco with Mona and Teresa. So and I like, was the OT director, they called me, and so then... At like 25. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it was just a fancy well, name, no, but yeah, at the hospital... We had real acute injuries, which I really, like, all my training was in people that were in, like, I was at Mayo Clinic for my training in Winnebago. So at Mayo, we worked with a lot of head injuries, and I really liked that diagnosis. Mm -hmm. And so I got that at the hospital, and so I stayed there because I really liked that. But then Mona was like, if you come to this nursing home, we're getting people like that that are sick pretty sick, you know, and so I did make the plunge. It was a lot more money an hour, and it was a little bit of a drive, but we drove together quite a bit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so then after that, I was kind of not real happy at Wapaca because there was changing hands, and there was this job opening in Princeton, which from my house wasn't going to be that much different. So I'll never forget, like, when I walked into this place and... um there was this old guy named Brad and Brad had, he was going to be the physical therapist and I was going to be the rehab director. And then I, I don't know, we had a speech therapist. So literally they called me like the therapy director, but like, I There's was literally, no, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was just like a name. Yeah. And they, um, Brad's like, Oh, it's so luxurious here because they <laughs> had like a whole wall in this nursing home. Someone had painted with deer on it oh, and he was just like, your typical, I don't know, schmoozer, you know, he's like, oh, and you're my therapy director, you know, (laughs) and he would give me a lot of crap. And those that know Brad would laugh because that is kind of how he is. So one thing we would do when people would go home, and we still do it, is you do a home evaluation. So you go to the person's home and you just make sure they can do things, like can they get in and out of bed, can they get in and out of the shh, toilet or on their favorite chair, you know, and you just make sure they're safe to go home. Can they get up the stairs? And back in the day, they wanted the PT and the OT to go. (coughs) So they sent me and Brad to Markazam, which is another little rural area. And there was a little cafe. He's like, oh, when you're in a town like this, you definitely go to the cafes. (laughs) So we go to this cafe, and he starts asking the waitress, like, is there a nursing home in town here, you know? And he's like, have you ever thought, you know, I'm like, like you said, I'm probably like 26. 26 yeah. He's like, have you ever thought of running your own therapy company? And I'm like, no. <laughs> and but this so, is like kind of unheard of at the time. It, at least it, in Wisconsin, right? Because, well, he had one in Milwaukee, but yeah, most of the, t- yeah. But like the market was very yeah. unsaturated. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. I mean, well, they, they're looking for therapists because they yeah. can't. Because most of the schools are out of Milwaukee and Madison. And most people in Milwaukee don't want to live in Princeton or live in and They want to be in so a bigger city. So it's like these city. rural areas yeah. that are
0: really in need of therapy. therapy. Yeah. So then,
1: yeah, that was really such a fun story because we're eating a cheeseburger. He's literally getting, like, grease all over his shirt. <laughs> and he's like, why don't we hop over to the nursing home in town here? And so, yeah, we literally go drive over there. <clears throat> I think I drove with him. And then he's like, we'd like to talk to the administrator. We don't even have an appointment. He's got, like, cheeseburger grease on him. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, we do? You know, because I'm thinking... You're I just kind of belong
0: for yeah, that. Yeah, like I am. Time. And I'm laughing yeah.
1: a lot and smiling, but, like, I'm thinking, what am I getting myself into? Yeah. So then he's... They're like, just a minute. And so... <laughs> The M- Miriam will see you, he's, she says. Oh, and, so I, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. So then we go into this lady's office. They have no idea who you are. No, no. He's in the hamburger grease. <laughs> I'm like just, I think I have a lab coat back then. You wore like a lab, like a white doctor's coat, yeah. you know? And so she shuts. The, she's like, are you an answer to my dreams? And I look at Brad she goes, we've been trying to get therapy in here for years. And he's like, consider it done. And I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> consider it done. Like, what are we going to do? You know, like, oh, my gosh. So he's, she's, he's like, we'll work out some of the details and we'll be back. And I'm thinking to myself, what details? Like, I need health insurance. Like, what? you know, I, I just, I'm in way over my head. Yeah. And so I just still remember I called Mona and I'm like, I think... That we got a therapy contract with Cheeseburger, you know, like, oh, goodness. Well, you don't
0: even have a company name. No, we don't.
1: We don't. And I have no idea how to go about even doing that, yeah. you know. So at some point, Mona joined me over at Princeton, and we all worked there for a little while together. And then yeah, the rest is history. We started; it was called Excel Therapy. E X C E L. Did you just make it up? Well, yeah. Of the course student. we did. I wanted to call it Rainbow Therapy. mixed <laughs> oh, it. To, like was like, no, we're not calling it Rainbow. But we had just a great. So Brad was his own company, and we were our own. And I literally wrote our invoice. Like I'd print it on like a t- typing paper, like however many units we provided times whatever we were making and yeah. then it was just such a fun experience but yeah I was really quite young and then I'm like well maybe one of us should go for a business degree so I went back to college at that point but Mona and I yeah we had a, a terrific run at that I think it was almost two years but we really it was really fun and then I made so much that I was able to take great-grandma to, Europe and then, yeah, you know, I got back from Europe and Mona's like, yeah, we we don't have the business. You know, like we were on our way out. The yeah. lady had said they well, found Well, this was still else. Excel
0: at the point.
1: Pardon me? Was it still Excel? Thing yeah, but Mona, and yeah. Like the lady was going to do one company that provided PTOT and speech. Yeah. Because Brad and I were just the PTOT and they didn't, I don't think we even had speech. But it was a good run. Yeah. But you had All About Life, too, right? Yeah, that's where I met. Well, after that, I actually went to North Point. So North Point, Oshkosh Men and Rehab. So Excels Dawn. Yeah, I get a job as an OT director, but it was such a big program over at North Point or the one on Bowen Street, Oshkosh Men So I did that a couple of years. And then, yeah, I interviewed for the rehab director at All About Life. And, yeah, that was probably one of my best positions because... I just met so many great friends there I stayed there almost 10 years and there was just we had such a great team (coughs) I met a lot of people therapy world's kind of small though so I met a lot of great people at North Point and then a lot of people we went there and that's where I met Jen and we had our business for so many years that was a really great run I mean to have a business almost 10 years I mean that I have a lot of pride for that yeah that's really cool and that's where I met John at All About Life, so we had that, too, you know. But that was su- that was honestly such an out the box thinking, too. You know, for years, these assisted livings had popped up, <coughs> and I had noticed, like, they needed therapy, you know, and I kept saying it to John and to other people, like, this would be a great idea, you know, to do assisted livings. So it was really what Jen's... Like, let's do it, you know, that I finally was like, like yeah. yeah, that we finally did it. And it was a really great run for a very long time. But now I'm real happy where I'm at now, too. We have a smaller team, but, you know, as I'm looking at not probably working as much, you know, I'm hoping that this enables me to do that. Yeah. And that's the good thing about OT. You have all that flexibility to do, you know, different things. You don't well, always I, have I, to
0: work. Yeah, I know you and your brother both said that. Like once you once you get to this age it's kinda like you've 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 already I feel like you've already kind of hit the peak of your career and it seems like a lot of the time at least for you two, it seems like, you know, you guys are just trying to find something else not as taxing and just so you have more free time outside of work, maybe Yeah, and just
1: to pursue the other things, you yeah. know, like travelling or health you know, seeing you guys, like, that's fun when Teresa and I were just there, you know, visiting you guys in Madison and checking those, th- you know, different towns out. There's so many beautiful places, right, in Wisconsin, let alone the yeah. United States to go.
0: Yeah. that That's one thing just popped into my head that's kind of funny, because it seems unrelated <laughs> at first, but I i i'm subscribed to this sneaker youtuber he's really his name's mike his channel's called the sneaker life and for like the past five or ten years he's just been making videos about like how much he really likes shoes there's a whole oh really huge shoe that's a big reason why i I have so many shoes is because of him because he like really likes shoes and goes into depth about all the different shoes and mostly about nike but it's a huge market right and Before, like, online shopping became a thing, you know, he... When he was a kid, he's probably, like, 30. So, when he was a kid, like, he'd have to wait outside in these lines to get these really, like, exclusive release shoes. And he'd wait for hours and hours, maybe even camp out the night before at, like, a a Foot Locker or something like that to get the pair of shoes he wanted. He just said on a video recently that... I I see a lot of this in him as I do, like, you and Rich. It's just that, like, now, like he's like, I know all these people that can get me shoes ahead of time. Maybe I'll have to pay an extra hundred bucks. But he's like, as you guys grow up, you realize that like, it's less about the money and more about just your time. That's really the limiting factor in your life. And he said he'd rather just pay the money to get the shoe than maybe have to wait in the line for 10, 12 hours, you know, because he'd rather spend time with his wife or
1: yeah, something that's on, exactly something. right. You you realize that later when you're in the thick of it. Like when I was in the thick of the business and I mean, I knew I wanted more time, but at the same time it's like, well, I'm going to have to sacrifice that for now and then hopefully down the line, you know, I'll have that ability. But yeah, that's exactly true. I think of how I look at things now, you know, if you can have more of the time to do what you really want. Yeah. It's your price. What do they say? Your most priceless commodity
0: or yeah yeah i even found that in grandpa's podcast um tom gallus is i forget what episode he was but that's that's My your dad, dad. Yeah. yeah and he he talked about that too he's just like it's less about the money jeremy and more about just having the time to do the things you want you know and i i really thought a lot about that and i so one of the professors that wrote me a letter of rec for grad school, I was telling him I wanted to, he's like, well, what do you plan to do with your PhD? Like when you get it? Cause I know it's a ways down the line, but it's good to have something in mind, you know? And I was thinking about working for the NIH and national Institute of Health. So how they set it up is you, there's, a, there's a bunch of researchers there and it's different than academia, which is like professors funded by like grant money from the federal government. So Professors will have to compete with funding strings, again, essentially against each other to for their salary and, like, job security. So every year, you know, I see my professors, you know, grinding to apply to all these grants and they're very busy with all that. And I thought the NIH was different because the NIH is a federal program, so they're funded by the government and you still have to apply to these grants to do the research you want to do, but it's it's easier to get grants in academia is because you're already in the government. So Mm -hmm. I was thinking, Oh, maybe, you know, I work there. It's super competitive, but everything at that level is, so I'm not, you know, I'm not like that worried about that, you know? And I sit down with, yeah, this, this guy who wrote me a letter of rec, he's like, Oh, this girl, she worked at the NIH for a couple of years after her bachelor's. And now she's a PhD student at Madison. Like you should sit down and talk with, to her if you want to like pursue that NIH and, it's really cool he did that. We set up a meeting. Her name was Cynthia, and I sat down with her, and she just said to me, like, so you want to go to the NIH, like, after your PhD? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, you know, it's really competitive. And I guess I didn't fully understand how competitive it was, but she's like, so in your five years with your PhD, I would expect by graduation you have at least 20 to 30 papers, like, with your name on it, which is, like, Insane unheard I of, like... She's like, it can be done, it can be, and I, I, I like, I know it, like, can be, but, like, most people that graduate with their PhD, they're lucky to have, you know, like, five or six papers, like, if you get five or six, like, that, like, congrats, yeah. like, that's amazing, because it's very difficult to do, and she's like, how many names, how many papers do you have right now? I'm like, zero. <laughs> like, you know, this is like, I'm working, I, I'm on, like, five projects, but I'm like, none of them are, like, finished yet, you know, science is just so slow, and she's, I was like, so at the NIH, like, if I get in, if I get this gig, like, can I go and just work 40-hour weeks and just clock out? And she's like, you're kidding, right? And I'm just like, no. Like, yeah, I, I want to, like, have a life outside of work. Oh, and she's like, definitely just, like, going to industry then is what she told me, because she's like... It's so It's so competitive. It's
1: so-, <laughs> so to change gears, though, on your NIH, I mean, aren't you a little...
0: Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting cuz but that that's what I wanted to connect it to is just like I don't know if I want to work, you know, the yeah, next 30 30 years of my life doing 60 70 hour weeks it just seems kind of Yeah. Not something I'd that's like a to do. That's a big sacrifice, yeah, right. I think. And then this Cynthia, the the girl I was that was explaining this all to me, I was like I was like so are you going to like have time to like see your family and stuff? Because she was mentioning earlier how she's like I don't have a lot of time to do that, and she's like, "Well, I, do, I just love what I do, and you know, like, I I know that like I'll have some time to see him on the weekends and stuff like that." Sure. And it's so like, it's like really cool to hear that, but I don't know. I just I just can't do that. I think I'd wanna, I'd wanna just have the weekend to kind of relax and not worry about it. And, yeah, do the things I wanna do. I think, I think for me. I, there's a certain point with a passion or something you're really fired up about that, you don't. Know, you're not proving to anyone how much you like it just because you work sixty, seventy hour weeks doesn't doesn't show. Oh, I like it at this much. You know, it's yeah. You can I like think it it's at about less. That. I, yeah. I think yeah. I think there's been a lot of things in my life that I've thought about with that. It's just like just because I can do this doesn't mean I should do it necessarily. You know? Yeah. I,
1: I think it's difficult sometimes to be, like, real conscientious, you know, Are you, w- why are you doing these things, you know? Are you doing them because you really are passionate about it? You know, there's always going to be this, the things you have to do because you have to. And then there's the things or the people you spend time with that maybe, um, you know, you're doing exactly for you because they feel good when you're doing them. Or there's the people that share common interests with you, you know? There's yeah. always... Yeah, that's like, I, I know for you running, you know, that that, and for me is like being on that water, you know, like it's just, I can't tell you how much when I'm like paddleboarding or kayaking, you know, like I just totally lose track of everything else, you know. One of my favorite memories was when we, when I first got the paddle boards and you went out with me that time and I didn't even know what I was doing, you know, but Yeah, just being out there on the water, it just calms me. It doesn't really matter, you know, what I'm really doing. You know, there's a lot of times when Teresa and I are out there and we don't even talk. Like, literally, we're just both laying on the boards, just looking up at the sky. And I'm sure, you know, I don't, I've never been a runner, but I'm assuming that that's kind of the feeling you get. You know, like, Grandpa's like, I've asked him, like, what does he think about? He's like, he says he thinks about absolutely nothing (laughs) sometimes and... (laughs) you know everyone should have something like that or
0: yeah it's it's running's interesting to me cuz after a few days if i don't get a run in i start to get this kind of jittery feeling that i think i would associate almost with maybe if i didn't run some sort of anxiety i think cuz it kind of builds up over the days if i don't get it like uh, exercise in and when i go out there and i run i start always thinking like okay i want to think this over i really want to think about like why i'm thinking the things i am just being very meditative clear your mind life. or whatever but yeah. soon enough it becomes where i think I'm, I'm just so competitive with myself that i you know slowly i'm like oh i'm not going that fast like i can take a little more i'll speed up and then before you know it, i'm just purely thinking about the run. just okay like how, how much longer do i have like how much further do I have to go until I'm done type thing. And just like really like being present in the moment with, in terms of the run. And by the time I'm done, whatever I was, whatever was on my mind to put into perspective with the run seems so small because I, I think it's cause I put myself through so much, you know, like running is kind of painful when you get the heart rate going and not painful. And like, in that way, it's just like it, It's just like taxing, you know, to keep a pace for that. I think it's more mentally taxing than people think. I think people like to think it's really very physically taxing, but for me, it's just keeping a pace for that amount of time is more mentally taxing than anything because your body is telling you to stop and you're like, no, 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 I'm just going to keep going. And then by the time you're done, you just, you feel, you feel so good, you know, you just like. Yeah. No, so, I yeah, it's, a, makes... it's always been a good release for me, I think.
1: Yeah. I but... think everyone should have that thing, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that speaks to them. I don't push myself that hard biking, but um, I feel that way with biking sometimes. Like, um, just sometimes I hop on the bike and it's like, yeah, I just let everything go, whatever's bothering me, and I just go until... I feel like I'm tired and then I hit her home and like you said, whatever it was, sometimes you think you're going to think about it and then you just yeah. end up not thinking about whatever it was.
0: And yeah, sometimes, sometimes that's all right. I think it's, yeah. I think for me, running puts into perspective all the other things in life. I think if I, ideally, if I could run every day, I think I would. I also like to stay, you know, go work out and
1: yeah, because workout can do the same. Right? It
0: do, It do, for me, it doesn't. Yeah. Um, not to the extent that running does. It still like helps me get that exercise release, but I've noticed it's not to the same degree. But I like to stay in like that kind of shape as well. And people yeah. are like, "Why don't you just do both every day?" And it's just like with with I guess with my time schedule, it's just not really a reality. I usually just pick one or the other. And, yeah, but. Yeah, I think, I think it puts into perspective that whatever you were complaining about or stressed out about, you realize that it's... It's,
1: it's not nearly as It's much. pretty
0: small. Yeah, when you do a whole run and you kind of... Essentially, you sort of sort of kill yourself in a way. You know, you put yourself through a lot. You realize that that was a lot more difficult than any stressful exam or homework assignment could ever
1: present. Mm-hmm. And... I think you do a really nice job controlling that stress level. I remember when I was in college and it was really competitive to get into the program and just just really feeling obsessed about studying. You know, like I don't think I had as much of a balance as you do or, you know, that I do now. I mean, now that I am an OT, I don't really worry. You know, like yeah, the, I mean, my main worry might be a grumpy customer or, you know, a family member. But even that, it doesn't stress me out too much. But I think it's important yeah. to balance it with things you love, you know.
0: And I think face value, it almost seems counterintuitive that, oh, you're 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 wasting time exercising when you could be studying. But those 30 minutes, I, I think people forget that, you know, you're you're still like a biological thing. You know, you can't just expect to always be operating at this high level of thinking and productiveness you know you got to give your body some time to
1: have some downtime yeah
0: i mean your body isn't like a machine and you know it needs it needs breaks too it's not indestructible and i think a lot of people forget that and it seems counterintuitive but you i go on a little run and you're 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 burning energy so it's it would it would make sense for me at least from a biological perspective that if you're burning energy then when you get back from your run, you're going to be more tired. But I find myself waking up in the morning, going for a run, usually Thursday or Friday morning, and compared to the days I didn't run the days before, that I have more energy going into the day, which...
1: Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> I still
0: haven't really figured out why that is, but that's just... Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's pretty, pretty valuable lesson, like I guess. Um, but... Yeah. I have it's been a long semester. Yeah.
1: So <laughs> it seems like one of your harder ones. Yeah. But Are you still thinking of going light next semester? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm taking like
0: one class each day, so That'll all be good. afternoon classes. So it won't be it won't be too bad, I don't think. But yeah. I was gonna I was gonna ask something else, but Struggling to remember. Is there is there anywhere you're, I guess you're trying to go on vacation in the years to come? I mean... Well, Italy, I, I think I told Italy. you that. Yeah. I'd love
1: to get back to Greece. I thought that was one of the most beautiful places I'd ever been. Yeah, I'm trying to think of. I thought Oregon was really pretty too. I wouldn't mind going back there, and I have friends that have gone to Washington. The girls and I went to Seattle, but we didn't really get to go to the Olympia National. Yeah, I think that whole Pacific Coast is so beautiful. There was a time um, Mona took me to Mazatlan, and that was a lovely area. It's down by the Mex. It's on Mex. It's in Mexico, but it's on the Pacific side. So I just remember that being really pretty too. So yeah, there's plenty of places I'd still like to, I think, you know. Europe is just, I'd love to see the northern lights sometime. I and mean, we got, we didn't get to see that in Alaska, but I see a lot of footage of that in Iceland, I think, is where people go and Yeah. Alaska. I'd go back to Alaska, that was nice, you know, it was just so peaceful. I think when we went, the bummer was it was so rainy that time, you know. But I really enjoyed that cruise, seeing all Yeah. Even though I got COVID on that. Yeah. (laughs) What did you get on that cruise? But yeah, I think plenty of places to still see.
0: I find that crazy that when we grew up, like you know, I was like third grade, my sisters are like first grade. I mean, what made you guys say let's go on these trips with these three brats? You know. Yeah, I mean, that's so I, much to handle. It's already enough to handle. Like, I know.
1: And your... Bro- well, your uncle, too. Like, when you guys were really little, we'd go to the Dells all the time. I was like, that was crazy because you guys were just... You know, you'd run and run. Yeah, I mean, know? we have...
0: Yeah. No independence whatsoever. Yeah.
1: I, I don't know. I think that was one thing your dad and I did share was the love of nature, you know? And we wanted you kids to really grow up that way. And I remember not traveling a lot as a kid, but I did go to Yellowstone twice. I remember my dad taking us there, and he was so passionate about it. So then, like, when your parents are passionate about it, I think you are, you know. But, yeah, I always wanted to go. You know, a lot of those parks I hadn't been to either. So Yosemite was always one that I thought was going to be awesome to go. And I had gone to San Francisco with a friend in high school, so I was... Real excited to show you guys Alcatraz. I thought that was kind of a cool show. So. I don't know. I thought that, you know, maybe if you guys traveled a lot when you were younger, you'd have the same, lo- you know, passion or love for it that yeah. I did. And the, uh, when you wanted to go to Berlin, I'll never forget. You had to fight really hard for that. I mean, Dad was kind of like, no, no, you're oh, not yeah. going. And then Grandpa yeah. Fleck was like, no, you know, because they said had the not. bombing. Yeah. yeah. But I was real excited for you. I mean, I still remember one of your stories about how you were like, we weren't supposed to go to Poland, but I snuck over there. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Yeah, the program, the program said
0: you're not allowed to go Look. to another country. I told this in another episode. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the, the mm-hmm. first thing, they take us to the city in Gorla. It's super cool city in Germany. It's like right on the border of Poland. And... It was cool because almost all of Germany got wrecked between either World War One or World War Two. But Gorlitz was like pretty far removed from the central part of Germany, so all the like ancient architecture from like, you know, the 14, 1500s is all preserved, so the roads are cobblestone roads and just really cool architecture and we go to this we go to this river and there's this big like stone bridge that they take us to and we're like kind of touring around the city as a group and all the like chaperones are there or whatever and they're like yeah on the other side of that bridge is poland but like the program the program like doesn't allow you guys to go to the other country, so like if we catch you going across the bridge like we're going we're gonna to send you home. And it's just like, okay, like, you're going to tell me this? And then like, you know. Yeah, so, like, of course we're going to do and it. And then like, funny enough, like four hours later, they're like, all right, it's free time, like explore the city. And like we, me, Kelsey and Brandon all look at each other we're like, we're going across the bridge you know like so like one of the first things we did is like go across that's awesome just just tiptoed in poland for a few steps and then went back
1: you know in your travels it's always like the things that you're you know you think it's going to be seeing the eiffel tower or you think it's going to be seeing the big things but it's always like the small story you know like there's this One time, Teresa and I went to Pennsylvania, and I still, she has these blue green resorts that are really, you probably don't remember as a kid, but when we went to Disney, we got to stay in one of those, and it, they're all really nice. They're like condos and real plush. So she's like, Oh, I can get this one in Hershey, Pennsylvania. And so I always laugh. I'm, I was like, Oh, yeah, because everyone wants to go to Pennsylvania, <laughs> you know, in their yeah. lifetime. But we actually, it was a, such a fun trip. We drove. Or I don't. We got this place in Hershey, and then she, we had this rental car, and we're like, "Well, where else do we?" We had a few days where we had nothing planned, you know, and so um, Hershey—they make Hershey candy bars, so yeah. that's like the big thing to do that, and then we were like let's go and get these it was chocolate martinis so they made them with like hershey's chocolate and they're really oh, good and so we'll like we'll let the bartender decide where we're gonna go next so like we're like well you know we can either go to pittsburgh philadelphia or baltimore and they're like hands down both Bal- baltimore and we're like oh i guess that's where we're going <laughs> so like that's where we ended up going you know otherwise we'd have probably never gone to baltimore and like we had such a fun day we had blue crab you know like we met all these fun people met these people from anago which is like crazy because they were like from yeah. wisconsin <laughs> so yeah you just never know you know and the moments that stand out are sometimes the moments that you're not anticipating yeah. you know like
0: that's the thing with life it always seems like the most when you least expect it you get this like super cool experience yes you know but when you're anticipating it it's like yeah sometimes it's kind of a letdown i guess
1: yeah the big things right or yeah like that's some of those memories of the trips you know weren't like oh we saw the buffalo you know maybe the 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 thing was like where we're we're all arguing like in the back (laughs) you know all those road trips we took you kids were good as road trippers though you know yeah I think those were really fun times. Yeah, yeah, and I don't
0: know if that was a subconscious decision for microbiology for me, or if it was conscious. I always think about that, but I think, I mean, you look at what Jenna's majoring into wildlife ecology. I know. Like, both of our majors are very naturistic, yeah. and I think a lot of those, those trips had a lot
1: to do with, with that. yeah. And yet, you a lot of times were all on your phones. It's like, look out the window. We're we're riding by the Black Hills or the yeah. Grand towns. <laughs> we're like, you don't care. You don't care. Yeah. This is just, yeah, those were some good times. It's just how it is. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. I think I always I always tell my friends I'm super grateful for having you bring me up in in terms of like it's many things, but in this specifically, just in terms of finding something that you really are fired up about that you can actually get, like, a, a you know, a good-paying job in because that's one thing that you always told me, like, make sure you pick something that... It doesn't you feel really like en- work. Yeah, yeah, that you really enjoy, but I I always remember you made sure to be, like, because you weren't really 100... You didn't exactly know the background on ma- microbiology. No. Like, what the job market looked like with that. You, I remember you just always said, like, Make sure there is like a well paying job on the other side. Yeah. And like that
1: too. So you options, you know. Yeah. You never know. And I think I but think there's so many jobs now that weren't even there when I was your age, you yeah. know? Like that's what's hard. I know when my when I graduate, I don't think my dad knew. Sometimes I don't even know if my dad still knows what I do, but you know, like occupational therapy still isn't something that's well, really he, well. What was
0: his advice? He told me he told you you're going to college, but what did
1: well, I know I wanted did to be a secretary, get a, and he... Did he just say he had a well-paying job? No, or what did uh-uh. He, he just said... I remember I was taking a lot of clerical courses. He's like, you're going to have a secretary. You're not going to be a secretary. So then I remember just thinking, okay. But no, he didn't tell me much. Because, you know, he he didn't really have a job that he absolutely loved. I mean, he's got a good attitude, so I think he would have pretty much loved whatever he did you know he's yeah but yeah I think he didn't really give me much direction but you know I I'll be at OT 32 years I mean that's a long time to do something if you don't really really absolutely love it yeah
0: I think I think that's a that's a flaw I've seen in parenting and some of the kids I know that go to school at Madison is just I think they're uh, they're doing these degrees, and a lot of the times they don't even have a decision. You know, maybe their parents are paying for their education, and you know the the kid says, "Well, I'm gonna do this," and the parents are like, "No, no you're, you're not. not." Like, there's oh. that doesn't pay well, so you, yeah, they end up usually going into business or something, Some- along something. Along. and it's just kind of sad, just because
1: maybe that's not what they'll want. No, I think sometimes I mean, you pick a broader degree though you can do a lot of different things with it too I think I'm
0: like grandpa I think I'd I could find I could take up an interest in anything but I think there's a degree to that I was I was kind of reflecting last night I have a little journal I like to write in sometimes Uh and it's just like I'm like very easygoing like you like I I can do anything you know when it comes to me and my friends hanging out like they like to go to the bars a lot I've kind of realized throughout this first year me being 21 just I don't I don't really care to go to bars that much I'd rather just like hang out with my friends you know ideally sober and just do something like this like just talk and really have a genuine conversation and I can I can go to bars. I, I'm not I'm not the type to complain about that. I've, I've never been like that. I, I can do anything. You ask me to do something, I'll almost a hundred percent say yes. You know, I love hanging yeah. out with people, and but I think I'm starting to realize, like I said earlier, like just because you can do something doesn't mean you should. You know, to a certain extent, you have to. A lot of the times, if it's if it's within your capability to make a decision, I think you should do something that really makes you happy. You know. I can go to bars, but if I don't like to go to bars, why would I? Yeah, but if you like the
1: conversation, I mean, you know, once people start drinking, they'll be talking, you know, like, so you get your needs met. And I know you're still figuring that out. And I'm honestly still figuring it out at my age, you know, like I still do stuff. I think sometimes that maybe don't energize me, but I, I do it because I think I should or because I do it. You know, I think that's part of it, too, but. At the end of the day, if you're only given so much that time, you know, it makes those choices a little bit more difficult, you know. Yeah.
0: That's one thing I wanted to bring up, too. How how long have you been without alcohol? Oh, anymore? yeah.
1: Yeah, how about, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, almost five months. That's so. crazy. That went by so fast. I don't know. It wow. does. And well, it, it makes me think differently, you know. Like, what makes me think want a drink, or, like, when do I miss a drink, you know? Well, like, I had that little
0: run last year, probably
1: yeah. 6 months span, where it was six
0: months before, yeah, yeah, and I was just like, no, I'm not, I'm not yeah. going to. and
1: you were in the height of, like, all your friends really wanting you yeah, to. Yeah, and
0: there was, I mean, that was, you know, college is the most time, I'd say, where you get the most peer pressure from your friends to drink and stuff like that, and it's so easy, you go to a party, and your yeah. friends are just like, oh, like... You want to drink? Like, you know, because I got nothing in my hand. Quickly, I realized just having, like, a solo cup full of water is, like, the best way to go. That's cover. what I... I, I, I order, are like, on, a tonic know, with then. a yeah. lime,
1: and no one know- is none the wiser. Yeah. But it is kind of funny. I, I, I'm I never in wanna One where... Um, like I'm really comfortably social. Like if I, it's all my family and friends, you know, I, I don't really, but if I'm in a situation where maybe I don't know as many people, I find that I would rather have one just to loosen up a little bit. And yet I feel like I'm all right socially, but I think I think a don't lot know. of
0: people go through that though. That was one thing I was, I really learned during my like six months stint was just kind of You figure out how to be yourself around people that you're not as comfortable with which is a very powerful lesson to learn Mm because when you when you drink and then you're around new people it's fine but when you're in a professional setting and you have to meet someone new it becomes more uncomfortable because before when you're outside of work you always rely on that drink I think to kind of loosen things up and then when you're on the job obviously you don't have that and Yeah. Becomes a little more difficult. And I think people feel that awkwardness a little more.
1: Yeah. I, um, was recently to a party of, well, a couple. So it was just people after work went, and I was totally fine. I had like a tonic and yeah, it was totally comfortable. It's always comfortable at work with these people. And then Yet there was a party recently where I hadn't seen these people in a while, and, you know, you were struggling a little bit more with trying to come up with topics. But, I mean, it's always pretty much the same things you can ask people that you would, even if you do. You haven't seen them for a while, you know. So, yeah, it just makes makes it feel a little more comfortable. I don't know why that is, because when I've seen myself drunk, I don't really think it's that I was that cool. You know, like I thought I was a lot more cooler than... I really actually was Yeah. <laughs> when you see it. Or you see a picture where I was, like, drunk. I'm like, oh, boy, like, that was a real nice picture. But, yeah, I think you th- think of things. You know, and a big thing for Teresa and I, that was kind of a... We'd have, like, a couple of drinks, you know, when we'd get together. And now we have a couple cups of tea, you know. Like, it's, it's a different flavor. Because I think drinking, too... It just loosens you up after a couple, you know. I remember many a times we would just sit around and even, like... You, you know, you, we would just get emotional then, too, you know, when we were drinking, so. Yeah. We can still go there. It's not like we need to, but, yeah. I think
0: it's a lot more genuine, though, when you, when you can meet up with a friend and just... You're not meeting up for the sole purpose to just get drunk, you Yeah, because I think... A lot of the time, I don't know, I, I think it's... I think there's some selfish intent involved when you do that, you know, cuz then you start drinking and then you feel good, but it's like Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, I, for me, the sole purpose of meeting up with you is to, to really see how you're doing and make sure you like Yeah. Make sure we can catch up and have a good time and I not I don't I don't think it needs to be with
1: Yeah. With alcohol. I think. And I don't know. I could see my new norm maybe just having a few, you know, but Yeah we'll see what it looks like i mean right now i i'm sleeping better I'm feeling yeah that's better. what i wanted to ask you how do you yeah do you think you're i'm more definitely, mentally there oh definitely cultures? yeah yeah i think it was even affecting my memory like people would be like oh that was so funny when you and like i did that. <laughs> like i don't remember doing that yeah. But you find your memory a little yeah sharper than a little bit yeah depending on what was going on you know yeah And family events, I don't know. I mean, it always just seemed like a part of our family events, you know. I remember even great-grandma would have her early times under the sink, and it'd be like, oh, come have a shot of early times. But we'd only have one, you know, and then that would be it. But I think during COVID, too, it was like an activity, you know. Like, why don't you come over, and I'll get my... My uh, deck lamp out, or that heated lamp, you know, and we'd have a couple shots of whiskey out there, yeah. and yeah, where now you can still do the same thing, and it doesn't have to be the central activity here. Yeah, enjoy the activity without it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, growing up, I think we had it up, uh, you know all my family you know I remember Christmas it's so big
0: in Wisconsin Thanksgiving
1: you know like yeah
0: people from out of state like a couple of my grad students that I work with you know they're from out of state and they're like the drinking culture is just unreal I know my roommate
1: Ann moved away to Virginia and she's like yeah there's not like a bar on every corner in Virginia like people don't do that like growing up in college yeah that's like what we we hit it hard I mean Uh, I
0: Think about even state street in madison and i could name off eight ten bars you know or that's what you other mean. states that's unheard of i mean yeah it's just, yeah
1: well and then you'd go dance you know like well we would dance or yeah you know, play madison doesn't Have a lot of dancing it doesn't? spots which no. is a
0: bummer because i like to dance too and yeah yeah i don't you don't get that as much and if it is it's like red rock which is like a country bar and i do oh, I'm just not a fan. fan? Like, those are the least favorite bars by far.
1: Well, Teresa and I, I went to the like Keith Urban and... too, in Madison. It's like that was like the first concert we had gone to, like where we hadn't had like a few beers. Yeah. Like we literally didn't drink anything. It felt so like here in water Waterfest, you know, like that's what you do every Thursday. You go down there, have a couple of beers, and watch the bands. So. And but yeah, now we'll go down there and we'll just have some waters and <laughs> have some Yeah. <dinner. laughs> Yeah, We experimenting had some, some N.A. wine for Thanksgiving. Yeah, N.A. rosé. Yeah. Yeah,
0: it's funny. I was surprised by the selection they had at festival. Yeah, it is pretty good. It looked like normal wine. Well, we got the N.A. Full, gin, full gin and tonics
1: if you want that. Okay. N.A. gin? Yeah. Maybe
0: I'll take a shot of gin after this. <laughs> N.A., baby. Yeah, it's not bad if you like the flavor, you know. No, not Grandpa's putting me on the vodka tonic. Like a vodka I, I got a couple of those at the bars a couple days ago, and just something about it—they made it well. The one some in Madison, they make it too sweet. Sometimes I like like the bitterness from the, the lime and the vodka kind of like synergize to make it really bitter. bitter yeah. You get that bitter taste, your oh, it's so nice. But there's some weird connotation apparently with like kind of like, just like it's it seems like like some of the. Pretentious guys like to get vodka tonics. Oh, do they? You're like, Oh, you're one of those guys. Like, yeah, I'm one of those. Look at my vodka tonic. You know, it's just, yeah. No, it's I like them. No, they're they're good.
1: Yeah.
0: But yeah, I guess I guess closing out here. Is there any?
1: No, this was really a fun experience. Yeah, sometime. reflecting on it now, I you know. Yeah. I love
0: this because it's like clockwork. Like last night, you texted me and you're like, "I'm a little nervous." <laughs> I <laughs> well, didn't okay. tell you this, but. I, I'm not kidding. I think every person I've had on has said, They're nervous? Five, really? ten minutes before. Yeah, I'm a little nervous, Jeremy. It's like, uh, You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's just uh, like, and I always ask like, what they thought after, and everyone always is like, I had a good yeah. time. Yeah. Oh, so.
1: my dad, he really enjoyed it. He kept listening to it. He said, it, and yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm sure he'll listen Roman. to this one. Yeah, probably. I'll be
0: excited for that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, that's one thing I wanted to bring up. This is kind of a cool story. this is so wild just to put into perspective i think how many people know you within your little therapy niche just i i I think i've told you this but in high school we had like a career fair and they had all these posters set up in the gym for different careers and people that are working these full-time jobs came in and would discuss to the high schoolers you know what they do and stuff and like going from poster to poster and i like stumble upon i don't know if it's someone who worked at bella vista or something like that but i i was like with them and we were talking i i just saw occupational therapy i didn't mention anything i just wanted to hear what they did and all of a sudden the two of them like look at me because i was like smiling and they're like are you kim Flag's son and i'm like yeah like how did you know that and they're like i could just tell like by the smile oh they said i was like holy smokes oh. and that, that's what everyone always says they're like your smile is like exactly the same as your
1: that's funny a, yeah it's wild yeah grandpa would always say you have the ability to light up a room you know and i feel like that is a, a gift and that's such a compliment to hear what you're saying but i used to post more on facebook but when i, I know when i did your senior picture people were like oh my gosh you know that's your twin <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the smile yeah, yeah i think is the main thing yeah but, but yeah.
0: that, that, that's just crazy, because they're like, she's like, I don't the two of them together were talking to me, and they're like, do you realize your mom is, like, the kingpin of us? Like <laughs> no the of no God, like, I, it was it? I wonder what yeah. that was. I that's don't know, that's what they said, and I was like, that's no, funny. I didn't. Yeah. That's
1: funny. No, I never heard that story before. Yeah. But that's quite a compliment. Yeah. I but guess, yeah.
0: Yeah. What were you going to say?
1: Just, there was, I've met so many nice people in therapy world, you know, and yeah, there's a a few things that have been said, like you could sell ice cream to an Eskimo, you know, Kim. I'm like, really? Like, (laughs) what does that mean? You know, like, just, yeah, it's a nice compliment for someone to give you. Yeah. But yeah, there's been a, I think when you go into a career that you really are passionate about, you meet other people that are passionate about the same things, so... It's easy to get along with those, you know, like you talk about in your career, I think you've not worked with a lot of neat people because they are having the common goal that you are, you know, to study and to make a difference and research it.
0: That's the thing I've been, I've been meeting with some like more grad students and I'm going to be, oh man, I'm going to be a different kind of happy in grad school, I think, because for what I want to do, there just isn't a lot of people in undergrad that are kind of following the same thing as I am, that I know of, and, like, to get the chance to, like, talk to these grad students, and, like, hear about their research, and, like, how similar it is to what I want to do, and, you know, they're like, oh, I want to, like, do this after grad school, and obviously, since we're so specialized now, like, we're all kind of going after the same things, and it's like, dude, like, that's what I want to do, like, it's just, like, it's gonna be, it's gonna be really cool, because I haven't, I haven't gotten a, a lot of chances to really express my interest for that to others. So Mm -hmm. that's why that conference I went to is really cool. Yeah, that
1: is cool. And to have more of those opportunities, just imagine, on a bigger playing field.
0: Where everyone just, like, you know, is really excited. You and I
1: touched about this last night, but, like, your life could go so many different directions right now. I mean, that's not only but it's very exciting. I mean, yeah. you just are open to the experience, which I think is so cool. Like, well, you're I- I'm Hershey, excited for you. Like, that, yeah, here we are in Baltimore, <laughs> like, <laughs> That's one of the places I applied to. I know.
0: In Penn, so yeah, maybe we'll be heading to Pittsburgh. Yeah, never know, made the cut. So no,
1: Pittsburgh didn't make the cut, unfortunately. Teresa and I didn't make it there because yeah, they they, they, they told us to go to Baltimore, but yeah. Yeah, but that's how I feel. Like you're, you're gonna have to balance a lot of different things, and then just weigh the pros and cons and make a decision. That's gonna be extremely exciting. Yeah,
0: I, I, yeah, I just submitted my all my apps like I said yeah. last night. That was really, really. I I hit I hit submit and I just like looked. I closed my screen. I just like zoned out for like ten minutes just because been working to submit these applications since August and it's just. It's been one of the biggest long-term academic goals I've kind of been faced with is just submitting all these and on top of school and class. It's just a lot. A lot of weekends were sacrificed this semester, unfortunately, but yeah, in the I'm end. glad it's I'm yeah. glad it's done now. And I can't wait to see. Like you is. said, yeah, I threw, my, threw all my pins on the map all across the United States, you know, from Arizona to Pennsylvania and everywhere in between, you know, so. I know could really go anywhere anywhere, but yeah well uh
1: hopefully no more by christmas yeah it's
0: nice to know because it's like out of my hands you know i i closed my laptop fully knowing that i i did everything i could so and like knowing that is very comforting yeah whatever the decision ends up being you know yeah it is what it is i did everything i could so it's nice to know that and can kind of cruise into the holidays not really thinking about it too much yeah which is which is nice but
1: yeah
0: yeah we'll uh we'll see what happens 10 different places the weirdest the weirdest questions on these applications were there were optional questions but some of them were like so let's say i'm applying to like x school x school on their application was like are you applying to other programs? So I'd hit yes, and then it'd open up all these boxes, and it'd be like, oh, list, like, five other schools you're applying to. I'm like, I'm not telling you that. <laughs> like, I don't need to tell you that. That's I don't know if they want it for, like, future candidates so they can kind of competitively compete with these other universities to try to get Aww. strong applicants or...
1: Yeah, you would wonder what the motive would be for I mean, that. no one is going to apply to one program. Like, come on. I, mean, I know. Because if
0: you, if you put all your eggs in one basket and they decline you, I mean, that's... Yeah. Come on. Then I got to wait a whole Even year, as an
1: undergrad, you wouldn't just do one. No, you know? never, never. So, yeah, that was
0: probably the weirdest thing. I was like, you don't you do know I'm not doing this. that one. Yeah, I <laughs> <laughs> just skipped it. You know? yeah. But, yeah, I guess... Is there anything... I, I always like to end the episode with like yeah something like the guest likes to live by or some sort of lesson that you try to live by on a day-to-day basis like like what gets you through the day you know like staying positive or like what do you what do you like to live by
1: yeah oh wow you end with something like that so profound
0: (laughs) yeah to just close it out yeah
1: no I, i think i'm trying to do a better job of um just taking care of myself. I know that sounds really selfish, but I've come a long way to come to that, you know, and trying to really realize what it is that makes me the most happy and hashtag self-care, I guess they say that. But, (laughs) yeah, you know, like making more time for those moments that really matter to me because I think my childhood and then being a mom, you spend a lot of time taking care of other people. So I don't know that that's so profound, but... It has been a hard journey for me to kind of put myself first or try to figure out what I really want to do. And
0: no, I I think there's a lot to be said with that. I think. Yeah. Me and my friend were just talking about this yesterday, actually, just because I think I've gotten this trait from you, and my my friend has gotten it from his mom as well. Is that like we'll we'll sacrifice our well being to make sure others yeah. are are happy, which is. Especially for Admirable. people that you love is, yeah. like, very important. But to a certain extent, it, it does impact you, your, you know, your health at mm-hmm. the end of the day. And you got to really.
1: It, I think part of yeah. being the oldest, too. I mean, you're yeah. the oldest. I'm the oldest. You know, family life. Kind of being the peacemaker. Trying to make sure everyone's okay. And then, yeah. yeah, when you become a parent, that happens again. And then it's like, well, now, <laughs> Like, you, your, your observation last night, like, you and Dad are here alone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, it's just, it is different. And just, um, yeah. Well, you said sure it's like you're, you guys you're are dating, dating again. again. Well, in a way, you know, yeah. it, may, it reminds me of that a little it's bit. You guys are on your yeah. own
0: for the first time in yeah. 20 years almost. Sometimes. Yeah,
1: when you have kids all the time and then you're worried about them. So, yeah, I think um, that was a good question. But, yeah, I think I'm striving every day to do that and try to make a decision of something that will make me real happy. Or... Yeah. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I, th- I think that's a good way to close <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, how about that? Yeah, thanks right. for coming on.
1: Yeah, thanks, Jeremy. This was fun. <laughs> All All right. Right.
0: I think we're back and here. This is decent. <laughs>